and welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How are you doing, Tina? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I am getting by. It's been a week. Yeah. Are you working right now? Uh, I am working. I went to work the next day, actually. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was someone asked me about that, too, since. So for the people out there, my mother passed away on Sunday. The hmm, what day was that? It was a week ago today. Yes, it was the 8th. So either that or the 7th, we don't know. But we'll find out either Saturday night or Sunday morning. But yeah, I went to work the next day. Even the guys at my work were like, why are you here? And I was like, I just got to get out of the house. So. Yeah. But it's been a week. I see it's been a, it's been a year. I got fucking COVID and then my mom passed away. It's like. And we're only a couple of weeks into the year. Yeah. I just want, you know, give me a break, would you? <laughs> well, hopefully the end of the year will be easier than the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope to get through the month. Let's get through the month first. Yeah. It's, um, like I've told you off off the air, it's one of those things where you're going to go through a lot of different emotions over time. So just be kind of good to yourself and try to reach out when you need help or when you're feeling bad, because it does kind of sneak up on you. And it's going to take a long time for you to feel like any sort of normal is happening again. Good news is she didn't live close by you. So you didn't have her in your day to day, which would make it a little bit easier, but it's not easy anyway. <coughs> no, no, it's not. It's uh, again, there is, I've already had a couple of waves, but I'm sure like once uh, other things, you know, hit like songs or movies or or things like that where you're just like, oh, yeah, Um I want to thank all the people who've reached out as well, because there's a lot of people who've reached out to me. So it's very, uh, it's a very um, heart wrenching, but she didn't suffer. So that's kind of a good thing. You know, trying to see the positives. And you got a lot more going on inside than you're letting out right now. So (laughs) probably, Um, but I'm, you know, you got to do what no, you got to do for without, self-preservation. Yeah. And without getting too deep into it, you know, like, uh, you know, people on here, she was Ill. she was sick for sure. So it, it it was still a shock, but there was obviously signs. warnings, you know, yeah. signs. And she had COPD and, and she was on oxygen 24-7. So <clears throat> a lot of... Um, I have other friends whose parents have COPD and, you know, not as bad as my mom's, but still in that same, um, the same type of thing. So, and they, you know, even they were like, yeah, it's, it's rough. So, but again, at the end of the day, it was nice to, uh, have everyone reach out and cousins I hadn't talked to in a while and friends that I hadn't seen or talked to in a while, you know, getting a hold of me was nice. Yeah. And got a bottle of vodka, which was, I, I had a nice shot 
and for my mom. So it was, yeah, it was nice. Good. Anyway, <clears throat> let's even, let's take this even more down a road of, of crazy things because our, our listeners and my friend Catherine again gave us a boatload of, of, uh, show ideas because um we've been listening to our fans now so she said infidelity let's let's put the exact thing she said because i should have had this up on my phone it shows me that i'm not (laughs) very good infidelity when to forgive and when to give up Mm. which i think is a very interesting subject because it's very prevalent. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the statistics from Psych Central and it said in a 2021 survey by health testing centers, they pulled 441 people. They said a little mm -hmm. over 40, 46% of the respondents in the, in a monogamous relationship said that they had affairs nearly 20 per 24% of marriages affected by infidelity reported staying together. And then 47.5% of relationships affected by cheating said they established and enforced new relationship rules, such as sharing phone passwords to minimize the likelihood of more affairs. So that's kind of. That's if you high. Look at the Democrat, 40 something for, percent. Yeah, they said, OK, here's the demographics. Men who say they cheat. 23% women, 12% married people who say they cheat, 12% divorce people who say they cheat, 26%. And then it goes into infidelity of black people, 24% of white people, 16%. So it's, it's, these are like kind of, kind of high numbers. I didn't realize it was, yeah. it was that high. I mean, <clears throat> and I'm sure they're 40s, higher than 40s. than that little study. Well, yeah, because for sure. a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, you know, like they only pulled 400 people, mm-hmm. so so you, you know you're, and it it all matters where they pulled them, what cities, and then where, what technically you know, they think cheating is is flirting, cheating is is tech sexting, cheating is sending dirty pictures, cheating. So there's a, a range of. Mm-hmm cheating variables <laughs> mostly now because yeah. it's just so simple um i've never done it at least well <laughs> that's kind of a jaded thing as well um <laughs> when i was in a relationship i've never done it but i have been the other person Meaning the one that you've so, been, you were cheating with somebody that was married. Yeah, or with somebody. Okay. So I, I have been that person. But I was never, I never did it while I was in a relationship. So I'm just a shitty. <laughs> you're just a shitty. I just, you know, I mean, look, well, if you're it, if you're doing it and you know. You're, I think you're just as shitty. But if you're in a relation, look, there's there's so many, you know, not to defend anyone, but they're all there's always there's always the story. You know, there's always a story behind everything. But Obviously. I do find it interesting. <clears throat> like for me, I didn't find out 
I found out way later in life that my ex-wife did. She cheated on me at the end of our relationship. I didn't find out for eight years. And then I found out. The funny thing is when I found out, I was like, eh, whatever. Because it was eight years. Like, Yeah, it was already over with. I'm far over with. But truly, when you when you look back on the I looked back on my relationship, it was probably over two years before that, you know, like it and, and she didn't know the person two years before that. So there's there's more to I think a lot of things like that. But, you know, uh, it's high. And I think with the invent of social media. It makes it way easier. It does. But then if you think about it, it doesn't because everybody's got these ring cameras and GPS um, like things on their cars. So in that respect, it's easier to be traced or to be found doing something like that because there's all the technology that keeps everybody connected. True. But I mean, you can get around a lot of that stuff if you really want to. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, yes. I mean, unless, so let's say this. I mean, unless you think your mate is cheating, you're not going to put anything in their car to track them. Now, maybe if you, if you've already think that it's happening, yes, then it makes it much easier because mm-hmm. then you could always put something in someone's car and they would know it. And then the next thing you know, you're being tracked. Yeah. But I think the starting point is easier during a social media thing. Cause how many times have you, have you, um, talked to somebody from your past on Facebook? Oh, you know what I mean? At a moment's notice, I could talk to any, anybody that's on my friends list for sure. And I've had people and, that and I, weren't a friend pop in after years and years. That was kind of, an interesting conversation too. So it's, it's super easy. And then since Instagram, like people are asking to follow me that I don't know who they are and I'm still kind of private. I know I shouldn't be because mm-hmm. social media for, for the podcast, especially, but I I'm still kind of private. So I don't let just anybody follow me, but, and there's every day I get people like private texting me, you know, Mm-hmm. It's uh on on several different um like it could be Facebook, it could be Instagram. It's been interesting. I even had somebody reach out and I don't even know how they had my email. They did it that way to ask me out. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? And wow, where did you come email. from? That's I don't know how a- that happened, but somehow they were able to get they wanted to ask me personally and not on a social media site but they were able to find my email and do it that way i wasn't interested gangster huh no but that's gangster when you when you look up somebody when you find someone's email that's (laughs) that's going deep think that but i'm i wasn't interested (laughs) no and and look i mean i i get I, i get it but I think that that now it's just easy. It totally is. It's because you just it's <clears throat> everything's in our hand, mm-hmm. like, and and it's in our hands for seventy percent of the day. 
and and it's just easy and and again um I, 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 there's a story for everything like mm-hmm. so to to be uh, uh, you know to to be honest like yes where do you cut that off or 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 where do you say hey let's make this work i th- i think there's a lot to that um it, it all matters how deep you are like how far gone is the relationship how how much damage has been done or why are they cheating there's there's reasons for that as well yeah you know i think uh, or at least in my head, and, and you know, I, I don't know if there's a statistic or not for it. Obviously, the one that you read, men cheat more. I think men cheat for the glory. I don't or think. The, I don't think men cheat more. I think men are more. They get, maybe they get caught more because I know I know several women that cheat and. They don't seem to get caught. Their their lives are a little bit different. They're they're not. They don't have to be to work the same hours. They have more opportunity. I think, but they just yeah. don't. It doesn't get back to their significant other. You know, doing I just hair. That, I hear a lot of stories, and yeah, it's I'm sure women cheat. It's it's a no, it's a fact. I I would not ever say that they don't i just think that i think women and men do it for two different reasons yeah i think men do it for and i don't mean the glory of like i just think that either they're not getting what they need and someone is feeling that Mm -hmm. like i think men do it for the sex part or they're just trying to do that and women do it they want they want somebody that actually is a is speaking right to them and isn't belittling them putting them down frustrated you know what i mean because women could be pretty harsh on men and i think that um we need to we need to remember as women that men don't they don't they're not as um strong as as what we thought they were like they do have a heart it does bother them they just don't say anything and i think that as women we need to remember that yeah i'd I'd go with that I think that women cheat more for the relationship aspect, though. Like, I think that it and again, I could be wrong, but like I said, men, men cheat because they're missing something. They they might love their wife, but they're not getting something in the relationship. I think if a woman cheats, she cheats because she's not getting the emotional part of the relationship. Right. So right. and then did you hear the 80 20 rule? <laughs> No, what what is the 8020 rule? 80-20 rule is men cheat because 20% of what they what their world needs um isn't met. So it's normally like sex and and that the closeness and the and the getting the affirmations like so the 80-20 rule is they have a woman that does 80% for them in and effectively works in their world but they're missing the 20 percent. so they look for a woman that will fill those needs and then between the two they get all their needs met but mm. that it's that 20 percent that makes them cheat <clears throat> i'm looking on a on a website healthline.com 
So I just typed in why why do people cheat in relationships? Mm. That was kind of interesting. There's some <clears throat> uh, pretty interesting. Um, this is a 2017 study. Um, there was 259 women, 213 men, and 23 people who did not state their gender. They were mostly heterosexual, 88%. Average age was 20. Um, not necessarily in a relationship. 51% reported being in some type of romantic relationship. God, that's kind of... <laughs> that's shady. So here are some of the... It says, uh, look at the key factors of what might come up in the relationship. Anger or revenge. So... That's one of the reasons. So you're doing it out of anger or you're trying to get revenge on some reason. Um, like your partner's not around that much. Um, they don't have much to give physically or emotionally. Frustration after an argument, probably going back to an old flame. I mean, I think that one makes kind of sense. Kind of a shitty reason to do it. But yeah, you know, they, they hurt me, so I'm going to hurt them. I think a lot of people have done that. Um, the second one I think is probably one that's super true and probably the most um, reason is that you just fall out of love. And mm -hmm. instead of ending the relationship, you're finding a way out of the relationship this way and probably don't care to get if you get caught because then it ends. But um you know, I think that that's probably a big one and it probably happens. Um, this uh, third one is situational factors and opportunity. Let's see. Um, having a lot to drink and then just end up sleeping with somebody that <laughs> probably happens. Uh, wanting physical comfort after a distressing event. Mm hmm. Uh, living or working in an environment where there's a lot of physical touch and emotional connection. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of that happens at work. Coworkers is probably a big, a big one. Um, just because it's, you're around these people and you know, they, you know, like there's even the joke that you, some people have a work wife. Mm -hmm. So makes sense. Um, fourth one, commitment issues. Mm. Lack of interest in committing, wanting a more casual relationship or wanting a way out of the relationship. Again, if you cheat, if most of the time someone's going to say it's over. So, you know, <clears throat> number five, unmet needs. Mm -hmm. uh, partners have different sex drives. One partner can't have sex or doesn't have interest. One or both parties often spend time away from home. That 20%. That's probably, yeah. <laughs> I think the staying away from home is like the kiss of death, like people who are on the road. Like I couldn't imagine like being uh, like all my friends that are wrestlers that are like that work for the big companies, like the people that are on TV all the time. Like they're on the road fucking, you know, 20 days a month. Wow. So, yeah, when, when you're on the, the road that much or. You're in a rock band and you're gone for months and months. It's how do you deal with that? I, I think that either partner is trying to 
bridge that gap of of being alone. Mm-hmm. So, and again, like you said, the I think you know having a different sex drive, or one's interested in sex and one's not, and that could change over years. So maybe you had a great sexual relationship in the beginning, and as it went, you're you know you just change. So someone's probably going to try to fill that void. Um, Mm -hmm. Sexual desire. Let's see what this one says. Unmet sexual needs. Notice that in longer term relationships, I'm noticing that women don't want to have sex or as much sex with their husband as they once did. Knowing that their husband like wants to have sex i'm noticing a lot mm-hmm. of women just aren't wanting to give it up but i'm i'm seeing this in long term relationships right someone who's been with them I, 10 years yeah at least yeah and i don't know if mm. it's burnout or or well it's hormonal for sure because you know you see people start to go through menopause and things like that women don't want to have sex during that for mm-hmm. uh, well a lot of women i shouldn't say all but um, it's like their sex drive changes, but the man's doesn't. It doesn't happen at the same time. And mm-hmm. so it causes some frustration for the man. And he'll go out looking for, for sex because he needs it. Right. Let's just be honest. It, everybody needs that sort of attention. And if a woman right. is not giving it to him, you know, how long can that last? How long should it last? Well, and and here's a, uh, here's part of that because number seven on this one is wanting variety. Mm. So uh, different conversations or styles of communication, different non-sexual activities, attraction to other people, relationships with other people in addition to their current partner. Um, so in a context of relationship, the desire for a variety often relates to sex. For example, someone might be interested in trying types of sex with their partner that isn't into it. Mm. Yes, I think that would that would probably <clears throat> if you're looking to do other activities that your partner is gun shy about, let's say that um, mostly, I think, with with, you know, types of sex, if we're without getting too graphic here, there's what do you mean, Rob? You know, <laughs> well, tell me what. Wait, I what? Mean, yeah, there's. <laughs> there's particular orifices that some people want to do and some that don't. Um, And then there's, I think just, you know, we haven't really got into that where we've been planning these shows forever and we should probably do it, you know, more non vanilla sex. So Mm -hmm. um, without, we can go down the line of like rough sex. Let's put that, that's an easier roundabout way of saying it. You know, some some people are into that and some aren't. So there's a there's a hard line with how do you get there? Well, yeah, these people are finding someone who's into that. And again, it doesn't say that they don't love their their significant other. It's just saying that their needs aren't being filled. Mm-hmm. And if you go to that person and say, hey, I I want this and they say no, then what do you do? You're at a there's there's a line drawn in the sand. So you're, <clears throat> you're trying to fill your need, whatever that need is, but you still love that person 
or love to be around that person or or whatever you you share family you do this you do that i i think that that's the harder part like where do you where do you where do you give up where do you say okay look this this is what i need and where it's not going to happen here i have to get out of this relationship so mm-hmm. I, I get that you know, relationships are so freaking complicated to begin with, but mm-hmm. if your needs aren't being met and you're, you're living a life always depleted, that's definitely something to look at. Like, cause life doesn't need to be like that. And you, you know, what I know is that if men and women are, are in a relationship and they are not having sex, they're still wanting it. So they're going to at some point get it from somebody. So if you're not making that happen for your own relationship, I think maybe it's for whatever reason, you know, I think for women, it's just like even variety, like after 20 years, the same weenie's the same weenie, like it, you know, just something else, something different, something you know, that's, you're not stuck in the same rut of doing it the same way and the same time or the mm-hmm. same, whatever, like, cause in, in relationships that does tend to happen. It doesn't always happen, but oftentimes it does. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think that if, if you can't find a way to bridge that gap and, and you're burnt out on having sex with the same person, maybe it is better to cut ties and, and try to walk away without killing everything, you know, just, mm-hmm. uh, just realizing that sometimes it's not going to last forever. And I think that's more realistic. And I wish that I wish that I had known that all along, that the reality is some relationships aren't meant to last forever and they're not going to last forever. And you Mm -hmm. have to, you have to put a lot of work in to keep a relationship going effectively. And if you don't, somebody else will, will take that, you know, burden off your shoulders. For sure. No, I agree. All right. Number eight. This one's kind of, well, this is kind of the end of the, at least on this one, low self-esteem. And you were kind of talking about this earlier. Having sex with a new person can lead to positive feelings. You might feel empowered, attractive, confident, successful. These feelings can build up your self-esteem. So people are cheating to just have their self-esteem risen because where they're at, it's not being filled And and that's a shame because you, as a couple, you should always be building each other up always. mm -hmm. It's, it's important. It not, not building them up. Isn't going to keep them with you building them up, No, making them happy, making them realize that you're their best friend. That's what's going to keep a person there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that, look, admiration is great um i think it's super important um for everything it's not just uh, i think being being patted on the back in a relationship is super important mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be every day um and again you don't have to tell your mate she's beautiful every day i mean yeah you I mean, do. Unless the, <laughs> yeah, you do. No, you don't. there should be a you, moment you, where uh, you're connecting on on a you know, just giving the kudos, I, I believe, but, and not just the beautiful part, but Hey, thank you for doing what you did for me today. Or yes, man, that's I couldn't what I wait to get home to. to you, you know, 
Yeah, there, uh, and look, and I'm all up for like if you're truly saying these things, like, look, if if you want to tell someone they're beautiful every day because you damn round believe it, I think you should say it. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully your your mate doesn't think, oh, they're just saying this because because some people want to tell you that you're beautiful every day. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't think that it has to be said because I think that there's the things that you were just talking about that are just as important, like. Thanks for cooking dinner tonight, you know, or thanks for doing this or thanks for picking this up on your way home because I'm not feeling good today. There's different kinds of it. Yes. I think that the physical part is great to hear you're handsome is amazing. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to lie about that. And again, if you're telling somebody these things. Because it's the, you know, your your truth. I hope that the person that is hearing them understands that it's not bullshit. Well, if you because have some a people loving relationship, you should be able to say, I'm not I'm not joking here. I really mean it, you know, and you, you it should you should be able to get your point across that. They would know that, you know. Yeah, no, I, I know. But I think a lot of people words go in their ears and they're just like, Oh, they're just saying this again. They're just saying this again. It's like, no, maybe, maybe they damn well believe it. Cause you know, I mean, I've been, I've been in relationships where like I say things like that and I'm sure the person on the other side was just like, maybe questioned it. Cause I was just always saying it because that's how I felt. So it sounds like I'm some sure it's low self-esteem, though, if you think about it, too, it could it could be. But, uh, you know, maybe because they didn't hear it a lot from somebody else. Yeah. Could like be. I, I have I have a friend in Vegas who her her ex-husband was fucking horrible and just shit on her all the time. And she was absolutely stunning. Now, I think he did it for the wrong reasons. He wanted to make sure that she stayed in a a certain spot. And I think that men are are horrible and they do that. They're manipulators. Well, you know, men are known for that shit. I I agree. But I think men are known for that kind of manipulation, that physical and um, manipulation or, you know, mental, but through physical attributes. Like you're, you know, you're never going to be skinny or who's going to want you with two kids. Like people say stupid shit like that. So they stay in a marriage that they're not happy in because who's going to want you. So I I think when someone starts building that self-esteem, that's where they cheat. Yeah. Because they're hearing exactly what they wished their partner said to them. Yeah. So the last thing on this little website here is repairing the damage. So it says, if your partner has cheated, these are the things that how you can handle the situation. Talk to your partner about what happened. Obviously, finding out what the motivations were. Um, Ask if your partner wants to continue the relationship. That's, I think, the biggest question of all. That should be the first question, like, do we really want to go down this road? Because are, are you going to continue or because after you find out what happened, you should ask, OK. 
is there a way that I can still feel the role in this relationship? And if not, you're right. I think it's time to get out of it. And then it says, ask yourself if you can trust your partner. Ooh, that's a good one. Because I think that's, that's the bigger thing, right? If you've been cheated on, what, okay, let's say that they, everything's hunky dory and you're, and you're working towards this building block. You yourself has to have to dig deep and say, okay, am I going to be able to trust this person? Because if you're not, you need to bail out the relationship. Well, not only that, but there's, there, okay, so we've already established that there's things that aren't working in a relationship, which causes people to cheat. So both people, not just the one that got, that did the cheating, but the person that got cheated on needs to make an effort and change all the behaviors that are going on that are making both people or both partners not want to be in that situation. And Mm -hmm. if both people, not just the one that cheated, but both people don't work on it, nothing changes. Mm -hmm. I agree. Totally. But that's because it it, look, it's, it's definitely, there's a couple more things on this that kind of said, that, that I kind of agree with it. The other, the next one is ask yourself if you still want the relationship. So this is if you're the person, obviously, that got cheated on. Mm-hmm. You, you have to ask yourself that <clears throat> and why you're doing it. You know, are you are you, are you not leaving because you're afraid of starting with someone new? This is what it says. Or do you think the relationship is worth fixing? So there's there are questions that you have to ask yourself. Deep questions like that, like. Okay. Yeah, but you shouldn't stay with somebody just because you don't think there's somebody else out there for you. That's dumb. No, that's that's super true. But I think that definitely goes through people's minds, mostly as you get older. I think as you get older, that's totally what goes through people's minds. Like, do I really want to start over again? Do I really want to do this? And then we have kids. Are the kids going to like this person? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? So I think there's a lot of things that go in that. Uh, not that I'm saying that that it's the right thing to do. I'm just saying that I can understand why people do it. Yeah. And then the last one says talk to a counselor. Obviously, I think that that nothing can nothing can. <clears throat> well, I shouldn't say nothing bad can come from that because I think something bad can come from that because it all matters what kind of counselor you get and whose side they take. I was going to say it depends on the counselor too because you don't want to be with somebody if. You have to decide, do you want to be with this person or not? And then you need to find somebody that's going to support whatever decision you're making. Like it shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't allow anybody else to have an opinion about what you're going to do, whether you're going to stay or you're going to go, because that's a very personal thing and only you can make that choice. But once you realize you want to stay or you want to leave, find a counselor that will help encourage that. Instead of, um, you know, make make your life even harder than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Because I hear that a lot. Like people will say, oh, yeah, well, my counselor just got in the way of everything and made it worse. And, you know, I didn't have my own. I didn't make my own decisions. Right. Or if your counselor is just. I think I think a counselor can be can be good and bad. And I guess it all matters. It matters what side they take or how they look at things. There's a few different things. 
So the last, that, that was if your partner has cheated. This is the one. Here's now. Here's a couple of things that says if you've cheated on your partner. Okay. Obviously, same thing. Do you still want the relationship? I think that's, you know, that's the the big question because if you're outside, and again, I guess it all matters what kind of relationship you're having with the person you're cheating with. Is it is it an emotional relationship? Is there more than just sex? That's a then I think you have to be honest with yourself and go, okay, I want to get out of this because I'm missing this part of it. I'm missing the everyday person and the person who's going to give me compliments and this and that. So if it's not just sexual, then you have to kind of ask yourself a lot of bigger questions. Yeah. And then the next thing says, can you work through the reasons for the infidelity? So, <clears throat> again, if you cheat on your partner um, for a certain kind of sex, well, are you going to go back to them and say, this is why I'm doing it because I'm missing this in the bedroom. Can you fill those needs Then I won't have to go outside? That's a whole other thing. So well, I, I think, think talking- that if you if there's cheating. At the point that there's cheating, there's a point that there's there's finding out that cheating has occurred. Like that's the time you don't have anything to lose. You should be completely honest. You should put it all on the table. You should say, mm-hmm. this is what I need. This is what I, I, I want. This is what I'm willing to do to fix things. And then the other person has to be honest with themselves too and say, is this something that I want fixed? Is this something that I can get over? Most of the time, from my understanding, people don't get over cheating. Um, They just can't. It's an ego thing. They can't see the writing on the walls for what it is. And, and, you know, the betrayal is too much for them to handle. And so they just can't get over it. And if you're going to try to stay with somebody and then torture them the whole time, that doesn't make any sense to me either. You know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're, if your spouse cheated on you and you're pissed off, yeah, I totally get that. But why would you like torture them to prove that they mm-hmm. love you? Like, how is that? How is that proof? I don't understand that. Yeah. You know, so you got to be really clear with what you want and, and then act accordingly. You know, if somebody cheated on you, but you still want them, you can't be a dick to them every every day for two years. You know what I mean? You, you have to work with them. You have to, you have to quit being an asshole and drop it. If you're going to stay together, you got to drop it and move on. You can't torture a soul in the process because you're hurting. Correct. Here's, here's the next thing. If you were the cheater, it says, do you see yourself cheating again? Infidelity can cause pain, heartbreak, and emotional distress. If you think you might cheat again, don't promise to be faithful. Instead, Tell your partner you don't think you can commit. Again, be honest. If you think that that's something that's going to happen within the relationship that you're in, get out. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, that's, that's, but, it, and again, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like this is easy. I think leaving a relationship is not easy at it's all. It's torturous. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, but I think it's it's harder to stay in a relationship where you're not loved. I think it's harder to to sneak around. I think it's harder to to fake it than it is to just be really freaking honest and say this isn't working for me. And either how do we fix it or do we let it go? You know, yeah. Communication is key. 
So on here, it says the bottom line says you might have heard the phrase once a cheater, always a cheater to describe people who aren't faithful. But while some people do cheat repeatedly, others don't. Working through infidelity can strengthen a relationship, but it is essential both you and your partner be honest with what you can commit to in a relationship and maintain open communication going forward. Yeah, I mean, we've talked many, 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 many times on this <laughs> on this show about communication. And though it sounds like it's the easiest thing in the world, it is not you know what? <laughs> uh, I most think of the time. It's easy if you put your ego down. If you could put your ego down and say, look, I just got to be honest with you and I'm going to throw this out in the air and hopefully... You will put your ego down and listen to me so we could have a real conversation without, you know, just throwing shit at each other. You, you, you could get it handled. You could, you could look at things. You could, you could process it. You could, you know, see the other perspective of the person that you're supposedly in love with and try to work it out. But if you don't put your ego down or you think, oh, well, you know, you did this to me, so I can't be, then you got to go. You got to, there's spending time with somebody that, that you have to torture to prove that they love to you. That's not love. It's just not love. No, I, I agree. And, and again, like people who have been together long periods of time, it it's it's got to be you know for one it's super hard because you have always thought that everything was good so there is something to that but do you really think something everything is good like i'm sorry but i've never met a couple where everything was good to begin with so if everybody's thinking that they're good and they don't have to work at it like i don't know no, I, I think people get comfortable. We all get comfortable. Yeah, for sure. You know, I th I think that that's, that's definitely part of it. Like, you can get comfortable. Talking to people is never easy. Uh, I, in most cases. That's why so many people have issues, right? Because mm -hmm. they're afraid to bring something to the forefront. <clears throat> Just as easy as saying, like, the, the part of wanting to talk about what you might be into sexually. That's a hard conversation for people because you might, you're going to bring this, what most would consider not vanilla or not normal. And you're going to bring this to your partner of 15 years. Mm -hmm. And, and then they're going to question all kinds of other things. Like, why didn't you tell me before? How long have you been into this? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And, and now you're raising a whole other issue that that you think is now okay now i've really screwed this up and and then then no one trusts anyone after that either so i don't know i think it's um it's a hard thing to decide to do you give it a try or do you let it go i think that there's a lot of different variables that come with that of what you're willing to do, how long the relationship's been around, you know, the reality on both sides of that relationship, who's really dedicated and who's not. <clears throat> if you've got to the point that you've cheated, you know, it, 
anything that the guy does, let's say he cheated, anything that he does is now going to be questioned. You're 20 minutes late. There's a fight. If you're, you know, if you, you, you just want to go out with your friends, there's an issue. Why are you going with them? Where are you going to be at? You yeah, know, and the issue is if you don't trust the person you're with, why are you with them? You can't control well, yeah. somebody and tell them they can't see their friends. They can't go out and get a beer. They can't like if you're doing that, the relationship's never going to work anyway. And it shouldn't. It's not meant to. We're adults. We're supposed to be able to to come and go as we please. But we're also supposed to want to love our spouse and do what's right by them. And if we don't, there's the problem. Correct. And and again, I think we're talking post the post cheating. Well, you know, once you get there, it's like, look, you, you have to be able to to understand that. Now, look, if if you've cheated, you should have no issue saying where you're at or letting them have a tracking. Like if you have iPhones, you can track each other. Like there's a there you can open that app to each other and go, look, you want to know where the fuck I am? Cool. It's like my boy, like me and my son share where are where we're at. Yeah, but that's, so he knows that's parents. I, I don't agree with that. If you can't trust your your person and you got to track them, there's something really fucking wrong with the relationship. I, I think bef- I think before cheating. Yes, I think that's kind of crazy. But I can see at, as look, if you're trying to fix that relationship. I can understand if you're both saying that you want it to work. If one doesn't want it to work, you shouldn't shouldn't be in that situation anyway. Yeah, you know I think I if mean? you like, if you're at the point where you have to follow them and and watch their every move, that relationship is dead. It's over. Yeah, I I think there's something to that. Nobody wants to have a fucking uh, ankle tracer. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. what it ends up feeling like. When yeah. you're just on lockdown and there's cameras and there's this and there's that. It's like, but again, uh, you know, I, I don't want to get too deep on on. Uh, look, there's if. If you're cheating, there's a reason. And nine times, I would say out of 10, it's probably because the relationship's already over. Yeah. Uh, at least what I would think. Maybe it's not nine times out of 10. Maybe it's seven times out of 10. Because like I said, I think I think men cheat just to cheat. Someone gives them, you know, someone gives them attention and they're like, oh, it's like I'm young again. Instead of if, Instead of just going to your spouse saying, hey. I'm missing this in our relationship. How do we get there? And, and it can't be easy <clears throat> from the and, and from the standpoint of like life. You have kids, right? You have kids at home. They're always there. You always feel like you're watching them. You, there's never alone time. There's no parent time or it's always parents time. It's never relationship wise. And <clears throat> and I think a lot of people need to to look at that from the standpoint too that if you're in a relationship that you think is rocky and no one's cheated yet or no one's done this and that's when you should be working on it that's when you say we need to have a babysitter we need to get out of the house we need to do this we need to do that but the communication i think is on both sides to the very end if you're not happy get out it's okay like i think that at some point you have to tell yourself I need something different. And look, I, I as much as I, uh, I, I've said it to a bunch of other people about my ex-wife, she had at least the balls at 40 years old to say she wasn't happy and she left. It's ballsy. Yeah. 
but she did it and good for her. I think that there's something to that. You know, a lot of people don't like to hear that, but regardless of what it was, our relationship probably wasn't great. So end it and let everyone have a new start at life. Yeah. And, and it was hard that that, (laughs) it was hard for me. I mean, mostly because I took my son and whatever, but you know, starting over sucks just does. It's, it's never easy. And, and when you're doing it, there's so many fucking pitfalls you have to go through. So that's why people stay. Makes sense. It's like, fuck man. If I, cause if I have to do this, I, I haven't been alone and being alone sucked. It's super sucked. When I, when I first left or when, when she left and we decided to move on the first time I had an apartment by myself was, was rough. My kid was seven years old. He'd go to bed at eight o'clock. So from eight o'clock to whenever I went to sleep, cause I was fucking stressed out and living in another state. And so I'd go to bed at fucking one o'clock in the morning and get up at six o'clock to go to work. So I was, I was butchering myself because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So I think there's, there's a lot to that. I, I, I feel for the people who, even if they've done the cheating, starting over is hard and it's, and, but there's, there's a lot to starting over. So, you know, at the end of the day, if, if starting over makes you happy, awesome. I, I don't know what my ex-wife went through, but she, you know, <clears throat> it, it, it couldn't have been easy for her either, even though she made the decision. Cause you, you know, you have to get another place to live and you, and you have to do this and you have to do that. So I don't know. I, I think that if you're unhappy, you know, and you're filling that void, there's a reason. Right. Um, but I think that, that there, there is ways to fix the relationship. I, I truly do. If, if you're both, if you're both really committed to fixing it, and and you're telling the truth of why it happened then and and you think that it's something that's fixable that it's not an emotional bond it was just sex and that's why i was doing it because i'd rather ha- be doing this with you i didn't think that we you would be into it i didn't think you'd do it whatever that is i think that's fixable emotional bonds are not fixable i think because once you have an emotional bond with someone else, there's it, you don't you just don't give that up. That mm-hmm. that person's filling something that you needed. Yeah. So <clears throat> you're you're better off cutting ties with where you're at and and having the new person that you have an emotional attraction to as well as physical, probably. But you have something that's so rooted, it's going to be hard to come back from that because you're always going to be thinking of that person. Yeah. If you're staying and you're like, oh, I'm going to try to do this, but you're always wondering what they're doing or, or still have them on your mind, you're never going to fix the relationship you're in. Yeah. No, no shit. (laughs) That's that's for sure. It's not, um, it's, it's not. It's not if it there's an emotional relationship, that's that's somebody that means something to you. That's somebody that's that's that you've built more than just a cheating type of situation with. That's somebody mm-hmm. that you that you see in a, a different light. 
-hmm. you know, that's, that's not easy to walk away from. And I don't think, I don't think people that cheat, if they're in that situation, they really do. You always go back to that because that's where the comfort is. Well, because they're filling your mind. Yeah. And, and once someone fills your mind, it is very, very hard to let go of that. Yeah. Because in some, you know, some, some people can look at sex as just sex and that's all it is. Yep. And, And go right home and still love the person they're with because that person is filling their emotional needs. But they're just not filling everything. Like you said, 80, 20. But when 80% is the emotional bond that I don't think there's anything that you can fix with that. Cause that emotional bond keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree. That is my take on the infidelity <laughs> podcast today. Now that, that we're, is. and, uh, <laughs> My, my my last words are just that. I don't think I can fill anything else with that. I think we've uh, we've knocked it out in a, as best as we can. I'm sure that this is one that we can revisit many, many, many times with other people coming on and talking about. Yes, said but do things. we want to visit this many, many times? <laughs> um, I think it would be interesting to have somebody on who who was either the cheat or cheater or got cheated on. I think that would be an interesting podcast. Well, shit, I've been both. Yeah, not us. Yeah. <laughs> Any, and anyone but us, someone on the outside. Like, uh, you know, we, we both know someone who has been doing it and and done it for many, many, many years. Yeah. It would be interesting to hear their standpoint of of obviously why and why they stay. I think it'd be it'd be an interesting topic and it's a dude. So, uh, you know, to to hear that, obviously, I I still think that that's an emotional need. It's not just a sexual need. Mm -hmm. So for me, it would be interesting to have someone else come on and talk. We talked about it before. We just got to we got to get some we got to get time and if they're willing to do it or not. Yeah, I'm always free to hear that. Yeah, and I, and I can that. even do one of the. I, I can even do one of these things. So they sound like this, so they don't know. And they, yeah, know they don't know who it is. Are. You got to yeah, get a different be voice because that one's annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I can change it. I can I can bring it down. I can yeah. bring it down lower. I can bring it down so it actually I can make it really high so they sound like a chipmunk too. Oh, that would that be, would be kind of funny. Just it would, change it'd it. all be annoying. They'd all be annoying. <laughs> but um, but anyway. Hey, just so if you're listening to our podcast and we have, we've had a hell of a month, like a hell of a month, some new users, some new listeners who have been binge watching here close to home. Binge listening. Yes. Sorry. Watching Jesus. Um, (laughs) That's what happens when you're, when you stream all the time. Uh, I want to thank everybody. It's really cool. Um, If you're listening to the show, I think it's super cool. Please feel free to hit us up. Tell us what we're doing wrong what we're doing right what you want to hear and uh it's uh it's going to be a a fun 2023 because it started shitty but we're going to end it we're going to go through these months super strong go to our social medias on the old facebook instagram and twitter and then you can hear this show on apple google spotify amazon 
iHeartRadio, all those places you can hear podcasts. We're there every Wednesday. Anything else you got to say there, Miss Tina? Communication. If you guys want to be in a healthy relationship, you need to be real and you need to communicate and you need to find a way to say what you need. That's it. (laughs) Ditto. I'm going to go with that and say that no better way to close it. And this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday. We have many, many more things to say. For my co-host, Tina, as always, this is Rob. We'll see you in a week. Bye, Teeners. See ya. See ya.